0: Hey, it's Cory. Uh, you already know what's going on here. This is Here We Are. Dat Nguyen is an environmental studies major from Wichita. He uses he, him, his, and right now he's back home in Kansas. If you don't already know Dat, that might make sense because he says he tries not to be known around campus. He says he is known for sitting on the second floor of the campus center by himself. Pretending to do work and then pretending to be shocked when someone I know sees me,
1: even though I make myself pretty visible.
0: Quick fact check, I can confirm that yes, this is pretty much what dad does.
1: Well, summer 2011 was really special because I think that was the first time I got to see a movie in the movie theater, and that was Kung Fu Panda 2. And I loved it. I remember going in, it was, it was called the Warren Theater before it was taken by corporate AMC. The whole place was like so big and like the arcade and, and the whole setup was just so like magical to me. It was like Disneyland to me at the time. We got our tickets. It was me and three of my sisters. My oldest one didn't come cause she was working and Kung Fu Panda 2 has already premier. So like there weren't a lot of people. So it was just us and a few families there, and we sat in the back, and I remember like, it went dark, and then the screen popped on.
0: <laughs> the dragon warrior!
1: Panda? That's impossible. My fist hungers for justice. That was my fist. <laughs> Get up! That two hours, or whatever hour it was, like, went by so fast, and I had so much fun. And I laughed so hard. Like yeah, I can't remember the last time. Can't remember many moments in my childhood where like I I had that much laughter in one sitting. I think I was forced to grow up a lot quickly and rapidly. To uh, welcome you on board at flight 797 this morning on into Los Angeles. I think we came in during November in 2008. 2008, My whole family, they were connecting flights in Korea and Los Angeles. Really thought we would stop in Los Angeles because it was really pretty. But then we ended up in Wichita, Kansas. And I I love Kansas City. I tell people I would never go to war for this horrible capitalist country. I will fight for Kansas. But for a lot of immigrant children, I think the immigrant children experience can be really isolating and lonely a lot of times. I think so much of me was forced to grow up quickly because of my family's circumstances and navigating in a new environment. And that's why I felt like I didn't really have a chance to really be a kid. So I remember translating a lot for like bills and just like paperwork a lot of times. I remember having to like advocate for myself as a kid like in school because I knew my parents couldn't. Like I, I think they would, but I don't think they had the language skill to, go to. Going to the market with my mom, like having people like, I heard like rude stuff whisper about us. And I will, like, like my mom was like, what, what did they say? I'm be, like, oh, it's fine. They were just wondering like what we're making for dinner. I remember like hiding and lying about those stuff because I didn't want her to know. And those instances, they, they build up and you felt like, like adults are hiding from me, but then I'm also hiding from adults. And then I guess we're both adults then. <laughs> I think in that process, I felt like it really stifled a lot of me. I think to my family, I was a really quiet kid and did what was told, kind of a pushover because so, I didn't want to trouble or worry my family. So I felt like whenever they were around, I kind of held my breath a little bit. I remember my parents working a lot. I didn't see them as much, except when they needed me. But I think that's was so important because I was so carefree in a way that I haven't felt before. I think there was a moment in my childhood where I I really felt the joy and the whimsy of it it all. Kung Fu Panda 2 was the first movie I saw in the theater and I laughed a lot. I don't think I can remember that much laughter other times growing up. And going to the movie was really big for me and my whole family because for the first few years, we were moving around a lot and we didn't have much coming to the US at the time. So to have the time and the chance to see a movie was really a milestone for us, even though it doesn't seem that big. And during that summer, I remember it was really just me and me doing what it is that I wanted to. And I felt really good about it. Yeah, and I I think that summer was really a moment where we really stabilized, we really established ourselves as a family in the US. And it didn't feel so fragile anymore. I remember a particular um summer day where I was biking back to my house and I and I just thought to myself, I feel so good right now. This is how my life should always be. And like that I, I still remember that moment and I yeah it's still I still like try to chase that feeling again, of like so much contentment within within an eleven year old boy. Looking back, like when you asked me to do this, looking back at all my memories and all those moments. That was the only summer from my childhood that I remember. Because I remember feeling so happy just being by myself during that summer. And I think that summer kind of gave me a break from my parents and my sisters, because they were working, my sisters were off doing their own things because they had friends, <laughs> well, whatever. So I think it was a chance for me to explore who I was and who I am. And I think what I wanted at the time was just to be happy, and I, and I was happy during that summer. I think I, as a kid, I used to kind of resent my parents. We not providing me that normal American childhood or like giving me a sense of normalcy. But now now I don't blame them anymore. I, I think that resentment comes from me. Not knowing how to express express my feelings fully or in a healthy ways, probably because I didn't have any friends. <laughs> but now I don't, I don't blame them. I don't. I blame capitalism for putting such a burden on their, on their bodies, exploiting their labor, um, for putting such a strain on our relationship. think every summer afterward, I've been trying to recreate that feeling again of like, just like pure joy, unadulterated, I want, I want my boyhood back, you know, and I don't think I ever did, but I think that feeling during that summer, that summer was temporary and it's unrealistic to recreate that. And I don't think I was happy because all my problems were gone at the time. I think I just avoided them and pretended that, that was all I need. But it worked. And I don't think the joy was ever fake because I really did feel happy. And I think it gave me something to look forward to again. And every time summer comes around, I'm like, okay, this is, this is, I'm gonna try to be Summer of 11 again. I wanna relive that, but I don't think I ever did.
0: You can catch up with Dat on Twitter. He's at DatNG0 underscore O. That's D-A-T-N-G-0 underscore O. Thank you so much for listening to Here We Are. This episode was produced and edited by me with help from Shania Russell. And all of our music, as usual, is by the amazing Blue Dot Sessions. That's it for today. I'm Corey Suzuki. We'll be back tomorrow.